Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen. And today we find ourselves in Genesis chapter 3, where we have uh, the temptation of Adam and Eve, uh, the fall of Adam and Eve, and then the curse. The fall of mankind. Fall of, well, that's right, because yeah. what we believe is that Adam was this, uh, this head yeah. of humanity. Right. Yeah, yeah, Romans talks about it yeah. as so, sin entering the world through one man. So that tells us Adam is our representative, representative of humanity. Yeah. So we are all sinners and we are all fallen because of Adam's fall. Right. Uh, and you think, well, that's really not fair. But really, it is kind of a, a gracious way, I yeah. think. Yeah. Because like a few, if, if Adam didn't represent you and you were born completely free will and completely pure... And then at one point you fell, uh, well, there's no hope for you. <laughs> we have a community guilt in Adam. Yeah. Like he representatively made us all fall. But as Paul said, in Christ, we all have a representative that redeemed us. Yeah, that's right. So if it was based off of the individual and not uh, corporate, then uh, we would have to pay for our own sin. And we can't do that. We can't. And so we, yeah, <laughs> we would be hopeless. Up creek without a paddle. That's right. That's right. Um, so that's so, a yeah. little side note here. A little side note, but we we see the temptation of, of Adam and Eve, and we could man, there's some once again these early chapters are so full of mm-hmm. of foundational truths for life. Yeah. Um, so here we see Eve being tempted by the serpent. Uh, and Hebrews talks about the serpent, identifies him as Satan. As as does Revelation also yeah, speaks right. to the serpent as being yep. Satan as well. So we do believe this is this, this is Satan, is Satan uh, in the form of a of a serpent. Um, and he begins by casting doubt on God's word. Hmm. Did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? Uh, and then we see Eve. Uh, Twisting God's word a bit, yeah, because she said yes. He said, "Do not eat of it or, or touch. touch it." And I always wonder. This is we don't know. The text doesn't say. We see what uh, Eve's response is: "Don't eat or t- touch of it, or you will die." Um, but we also know that Adam's the one who gave. Yeah. So the did law. Adam? Did did Adam twist it, or was was it was it like, oh yeah, yeah, we, we don't eat of this one. In fact, let's not even touch it. Yeah, you know exactly. Um, uh, so I always wonder about that, but I do think it's an important thing to talk about during this exchange. Adam and Eve are both present. They are. Yeah, yeah, and we see that in verse six when it says after after Eve ate it, the fruit. It says she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, mm-hmm. uh, and so this is where we go back to. Chapter two. Chapter two. Like, what did God call Adam and Eve to do? Yeah. Work and watch. To work and to watch. Uh, or to work and to guard. Yeah. Eden was not over the face of the earth. Eden was a particular spot uh, on earth that was a garden that God planted. Yeah. And my understanding is that God told Adam and Eve to work it and to fill the earth. So as they were to work it, and multiply, yeah. they were to expand the borders of that yeah. garden until it covered the whole earth, yeah. and earth would be Eden. Eden. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's kind of my understanding. Yeah, mine as well. Um, but, but what we have is Adam and Eve not guarding. Mm. Uh, 
what so whenever we see Satan stepping into this picture, what should have happened? Mm. Chapter three, I think, should have been the first death. And it should have been Adam, you know, taking his hoe and chopping off the head of the serpent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It should have been Adam's heel stomping on the head of the serpent. That's right. Saying, You're calling us to defy our God. Yeah. Uh, but instead, Adam sat passively by to watch to watch Satan tempt his wife. Yeah. Um, and I think that does point to the sin of many men of, of passivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I know that I, I can see passivity in my life. I don't, I don't, there's there's always some aspect of passivity in our in our yeah in our lives. So I think one application is man, men, where, where are you passive? Mm-hmm. Where are you letting your guard down? Uh, and not watching uh, that which God has given you. Mm. So there's there's one application here. So when we see when uh, Eve, um, you know, we, we also see this in First John two, the idea of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. We see it here on the pages uh, right in the beginning of creation, where the woman saw that the tree was good for food, delightful to look at, and that was desirable for attaining wisdom. So she took of its fruit and ate it. So you see the same tactics of the enemy, the same temptations that we face today. It's it's an age-old issue. And really it comes down to this principle in verse 5, which I think we could split many applications from. When Satan says uh, to Eve, God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And I think this is the age-old problem we all face, mm-hmm. is that this desire, this unrighteous desire to be God. Yeah. Well, and really, because you have this this temptation that Eve is given, you will be like God. But when we turn to Genesis 1 and 2, we're already like God. Yeah. Let us make man in our own image. Yeah. In the image of God, let us make them, right? So there's this idea that we are already like God. Yeah. So what Eve is being tempted with is trusting God. Mm. Like you, God is keeping something good from you. Yeah. If you disobey him, mm-hmm. you can create what you want on your own. And you can get what you want on your own. You can be like God without the word of God. Yeah. And without him yourself, you won't need him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think when we do this, whenever we are passive... Whenever we believe the lies of the enemy and we don't trust God, we see that there were consequences for Adam and Eve. Yeah. Um, for Eve, uh, well, one. Let's, let's back up. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry to say. Yeah. What, how, how did they respond when they were confronted? Yeah, well, I w- I'll go back a step. The first thing is shame enters. Yeah. Right? So the first consequence of sin is, is shame and guilt. Um, and then the, <laughs> the, the, I would say the drift that happens in the heart is the attempt to cover your shame and guilt in your own power. We see that where them sowing fig leaves mm. and hiding from God. Yeah, leaves just ain't gonna cut it. Yeah, we leaves wither and die. Mm-hmm. Right, it, it will not fix the problem. Um, and and sin and shame dealt with in our own power will drive us away from God. So you mm. see how they hide from Him. Mm. And God calls to to Adam and says, "You know, where are you?" In verse ten. I heard you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And God asks him, who told you you were naked? Did you eat from the tree I told you not to eat from? 
And he said, that woman you gave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's in verse 12. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, she said in verse 13, well, the serpent deceived me. Right. So you see the blame game yeah. happening here. Yeah, they're, they're both throwing each other and God under the bus. Under the bus. Yeah. So Adam threw God under the bus and then Eve under the bus. And then Eve is like, well, it's the serpent, and you kind of created the serpent. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right. So, you know, I, I think one principle of application here is, man, when sin is discovered in your life, uh, do you own? Take responsibility. You, yeah, exactly. Call sin, sin, yep. and take responsibility and for it. Yes. <laughs> so we see this not happening here. They don't fall at the feet of God for mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they blame him. Yeah, and and we and we do the same things today. Yeah. So then, then we get into what you were wanting. Uh, yeah, this idea of the fall. Like what what were the effects of the fall? We were talking about this some in chapter two, mm-hmm. uh, that God has called us to work and to watch. So for men, part of our fall, I think, is and part of our problem is that we are we are passive, um, that we are not watching, that we're not keeping. But here we also see that our work. Is, is cursed. It's painful. Our work is painful. It's frustrating. Yeah. So do you find work frustrating sometimes? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, because we are we there's the world has been cursed. Right. So the reason, you know, your coworkers or your employees or aren't aren't doing what they're supposed to do and causing frustration, that's that's part of the curse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So your responses matter, right? Yeah. And for the woman, um, we see that labor pains and childbirth is an aspect of the curse. Uh, pregnancy is not a, a delight <laughs> for women. Yeah, pre- and pre- well, pregnancy is hard. It's so hard on your body. It's one of those things like babies and pregnancy are are a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the pain related to them is, is a part of the curse. Yeah, that's right. And it, and, and then, it, and then the last thing is, your desire will be for your husband, yet he will rule over you. And I think this is kind of a, a double-edged curse right. here. Uh, so there's this idea of leadership, uh, who is the head of the family. So your desire will be for your husband. This is not like a, a an emotional desire yeah. or a sexual desire, but more for a a, a headship mm-hmm. desire. Um, so your desire will be to lead, but it says he will rule over you. Yeah. Uh, and so what does that mean is Adam's leadership over her was supposed to be very much a a, a partnership, yeah. a, a self-sacrifice aspect to it, uh, the, what we see in Christ. Uh, but now it's going to be um, well, probably more brutal and aggressive yeah. in many aspects. Riddled with failure. Riddled with failure. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, it's not a good... It's, 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 it's painful. Yeah. You need headship. That's how God has designed you. But headship will not be accomplished in perfection. Right. And so it will not be without misery at points. Yeah. You know? And and, and, and you will even try to overtake mm-hmm. that headship from him. Uh, and that's not for your good either. And, and so what does it do? The curse bring, the, the curse doesn't introduce anything new. It just corrupts that which was already there. Right. Uh, so there was already a headship, and now there's a, a corrupted headship. Right. There is already a little bit of pain, it looks like, right? You're, uh, intensify your labor. Intensifying the right. labor, yeah. So things already existed, but now it's there. Um, 
It's been intensified. It's been corrupted. It will remind you that you are cursed. There is already work, but now your work is frustrating. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, But then we also have a great hope, you know, the great grace of God. Yeah. So we're told that um, God will put hostility between the woman and her offspring with Satan and his offspring, right? Mm -hmm. And that her offspring, the seed of the woman, will strike his head and you'll strike his heel. So here is the first promise of of a solution, mm-hmm. right, to the greatest problem, which is sin and death. And uh, God is going to send someone through the lineage of Adam and Eve mm-hmm. um, to to bring about, you know, solution uh, to this issue. And uh, we will all face it, and we all are in great need of the seed of the woman. Yeah, it's the first, the first gospel there in three fifteen. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, man, that's that's a breathe in. Why, why don't you breathe out? Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, God, when we read Genesis 3, Lord, I, I can't help but just to think of all the ways that um, this curse has, has reached. It's reached creation. It's, it's corrupted our bodies. Um, we die. And we return to dust. Um, Lord, our work is, is painful. Our... Our marriages are have strife. I mean, there's relational issues because of sin. The, the curse reaches far. Um, but God, I also see your great promise that you will bring about the one who will deal with the solution. You have done that. You've done that in Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, I pray that as we look at this chapter and we see the fall of mankind, or we would also see the great hope that you gave us early on in the scriptures and has been realized in Christ. And the, the hope that we have as believers today that he's coming again to make all things new, uh, to take us back to paradise, uh, to, to a new Eden, uh, a new Jerusalem. And Lord, uh, help us to cling to that hope and help us to wage war, to keep, uh, to work and keep uh, what you have called us to steward for the sake of your name. Lord, we love you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We will catch you next time in Genesis chapter 6.